0: Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Anybody excited what God's going to do in this house tonight? Hey, I can tell you, rest assured that I feel such an unction of the Holy Ghost tonight that God is going to give us direction for our lives tonight. I don't know if you believe that tonight or if you need direction in your life tonight. Let me say that one more time. God is going to give you direction for your life tonight. But we've got to align ourselves. We did it through worship, through praise. We've aligned ourselves to be ready to receive the word of the Lord. And I believe we're at that place right now to receive the word of the Lord. I don't know how this is going to go. I told pastor in the office before I have, I'm usually a person that has a lot of notes. And this time I just have a couple of bullet points. Um, Really, I feel like it's, Maybe the Lord is kind of transitioning me in the way that I minister to be more spirit led and not to really study the word of God to find something to preach, but to study the word to know him. And I felt the past month and a half in in trying to adjust my life to study this word to know God, because I found myself studying the word to get sermons together. And I felt like that was just not going to be me anymore. And so tonight I'll, I want to minister to you guys. You guys can be seated tonight. Um, out of something that a man of God in my life while I was at COC really pushed me to take hold of, and, it, and it's on the topic of the flow of the Holy Ghost. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you to Pastor Greg, my pastor. I love this man so much. Uh, he keeps it real, I'll tell you that he keeps it real he the same person you see up here is the same man that you'll drive to Oklahoma with to put up some deer stands with he's he's uh the same same person all the time and to Bishop and the sister Gandhi. I really love and appreciate them. They played a big part in my life uh when I was a kid growing up, and everything that happened with my family went down and Pastor really, Pastor Gani became like a father figure in my life, and I'm so thankful for that. He stood over there and said he's so proud of me for what I'm doing for the kingdom of God, and all I could, I couldn't really say any, say much, but all I could think was a lot of who I am today is a, refer, uh, is a mirror of really what he poured into my life, and so I thank you so much for trusting me and believing in me. Amen. I want to go to Psalms chapter 23. This is one of my favorite Psalms. Um. Uh, Psalms 23, Psalm 78, these are some of my favorites. And so when the Lord began to speak to me last week, I was in California just enjoying some time. And I told uh, one of my buddies, I said, today I'm just going to take a rest. I'm not going to do anything. Just drop me off at the coffee shop. And whenever you're ready to pick me up, come back. And I was there for a couple hours just reading and uh, catching up with another friend on the phone. And I felt the Lord begin to speak to me for my life. And then pastor asked me to speak yesterday and I just try to find that the flow of the Holy Ghost for tonight. And he brought me back to this. And so here we are tonight. Psalms 23 says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of paths of righteousness for his namesake. Verse 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. He said, Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. I want us to say that together tonight. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I want to talk to us tonight on this subject, a rod and a staff that leads to the flow. Amen, if you gather with me tonight and just pray that we would be ready for what God has, I don't know what the Lord is, where we're gonna go tonight. But I know that God has something special. Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity to minister Your Word, Father. I'm asking tonight that we would be so saturated with Your presence that we would flow in the Holy Ghost tonight. That Your direction would be given, God, for our lives that we may tap in to what You have for us tonight. Lord Jesus, I trust and I believe, God, that You have Your perfect will done tonight, God, and that we would leave this place changed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, if you believe that God is going to give you direction tonight, I want you to clap your hands to the Lord and just lift up a mighty praise to the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. You may be seated tonight. uh, As you see a rod and a staff that leads to the flow. I want to talk to us first out of the book of Psalms. It says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for uh fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they come for me. And I begin to look at this passage and I begin to wonder what was the significance of a rod? What was the significance of a staff? And as I was studying it, I, I realized that the rod, it was something that the shepherd carried. These were two distinct items that the shepherd would carry while he was shepherding his flock through the land. Uh, a staff was usually a longer instrument with the curve on the end, so when the uh, sheep would go off a path, he could be able to reach out and grab them. Sometimes they, sheep are pretty dumb, and they'll go off and do some dumb things, and so that staff was there to be able to give an extra links, length for the shepherd to be able to pull them back. And the rod was there to defend, to defend them. It was about a two-foot-long uh, two instrument that was usually wood, and they would sometimes put um, glass on it or some metal in there to be able to beat the, the prey that was trying to take their sheep. And I began to think, there's things that we go through in life, the valley of the shadow of death, this is not just some literal uh, allegorical thing that we can have to imagine, but this is a literal place, the valley of the shadow of death. And sometimes we go through life. Sometimes we have things that go through, come through our lives as, as tests that God put there. And sometimes we don't see how we're going to get through there. And I begin to realize that this was not just something that they were speaking, that the psalmist was writing that, hey, you, you can rest assured sometimes that God's going to bring you through that the shepherd's gonna sometimes have his rod with him no, but at all times, the shepherd, he's gonna have that rod there. And when life comes its way, he's gonna be able to pick up that weapon and smite the enemy. You don't have to fight your battles on your own. You may have been coming to this place tonight wondering, how am I gonna make it out? How am I gonna uh, deal with these things that I've been dealing with so for so long? And tonight I feel the Holy Ghost has come to rest assured and place something on our hearts that the shepherd has the battle already won. The shepherd has already taken out his, his rod and he's already smote the enemy. He's already beat him twice. He's already beat him three times. He didn't just leave him there to to, to breathe, but he killed it completely. And sometimes we go through in in, in life tagging along with what I spoke about a couple of weeks ago, that healing. And I begin to ask God, I'm I'm, I'm a very, not deep thinker, but I sometimes wonder what happens after a service. What, what, do, what did people receive? And I began to ask God, you know, tonight was about healing and restoration. But how many people got that? How many people cast their cares upon them in the altar call? But when they left, they picked them back up. And I began to think, do we really trust God with his rod? Do we really trust him when we go off on our own direction? Do we have enough faith that his, his staff is going to pull us back? And I asked him, and I thought, why do we deal with things forever? And sometimes we come and people, ministers will minister healing, restoration, but we don't get it. And I felt him speak so clearly to me. It's not a messenger that's the problem it's the people don't have relationship with me because relationship with Jesus Christ it always brings us back to where we need to be hey i can tell you there were some times in my life where i needed healing where i needed restoration and no matter what part of the fivefold ministry was in a, in a in a service preaching he gave the word that the lord spoke to him but i always would go back And say, hey, I I know I feel that healing right now, but I don't think God really cares that much. I don't think the rod was there to beat my enemy. So I'm going to take it back and I'm going to harbor this. And I feel that there are some people in here from the time that I last spoke, you felt that healing touch of the Holy Ghost in this altar call, but you took it back. You took what you've been dealing with for so long and you said, hey, I've dealt with it so long. I've already got that wall built up in my life. I've already uh, dealt with it. I know how to go through life. I've already managed. I've already know every single path that I can take to still stay alive. But tonight, God wants to bring us back to a place of relationship with him. Ezekiel 47, we see this concept of the flow of the Holy Ghost. Ezekiel is there, and if you haven't read it, I'll just give a small backstory of this this chapter. Ezekiel is there, and then an angel takes him there to the the, the house uh, where this river flows. And this is the house of the Lord. This river flows from the house of God. And so let me just stop and say that right now, when you get into the flow of the Holy Ghost— It's not just some secular thing that people teach, it's not just some ideology that someone gets up behind a pulpit and speaks about, but when you truly tap into the flow of the Holy Ghost, not just on a Sunday, not just on a Wednesday, but you decide for yourself that I'm gonna tap into that river of the Holy Ghost on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, on a Friday, when you're consistent with getting into the flow of the Holy Ghost, healing takes place in that flow and that's the problem with some of us tonight we decided that we're we're fine with just a wednesday night altar call we're fine with just a sunday morning altar call we don't have to we can live off the anointing from sunday and wednesday but that is not true we've got to get to a place where we are mature enough to say god i desire a relationship with you because when i become in when i come in communion with god All things are possible, all things. But when we're just tapping into the Spirit on a Sunday, when we're relying on pastor's relationship, when he gets behind the pulpit, that won't be enough for us. And we're going to lead ourselves to destruction if we do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ I understand that this may not be a sermon where we're shouting and screaming and I'm, pretty, I'm not comfortable preaching something like this but I feel in the Holy Ghost that the Lord it wants to take us to a depth in the spirit where we all are in one mind and one accord. We can't just have miracles. We can't just have signs and wonders. We can't survive off of the emotion of an altar call or a song set. Hey, that, that, that'll get you to the throne room but that's not gonna get you to heaven. What's gonna get us to heaven is a relationship With Jesus Christ on a Monday. What's gonna get us to heaven is a relationship with Jesus Christ to say, hey, my flesh may not want this, my flesh may not want to get up a 30 minutes early and give some time to the Lord, but that is what is gonna get us to heaven: a relationship with Jesus Christ. What happens in this story? It says Ezekiel says that the waters were ankle deep. Then he says they measured a thousand and they were knee deep. A thousand more they were waist deep. Sooner or later they get to a to rivers uh, the river where he can't even he has to swim. Waters to swim in. Some of us are so content with ankle deep relationships with God. And that is why we cannot be healed. We're way over here. And God's saying, hey, come a thousand more cubits. Come a thousand more. Come a thousand more. And you'll get your healing when you're in the rivers that you're having to swim. But the problem with the, the, the issue with being here and being there, it's the same flow without the, with a different level of commitment. Some of us are afraid to commit our entire life, our entire being to living with God in rivers that we have to swim in because here in the shallow, we still have control. I feel in the Holy Ghost that God is calling us a thousand more cubits. Brother Ariel, I want to tell you tonight, it's calling us a thousand more, a thousand more. God wants more. He desires more. He's not content with just having us in a thousand feet of of water. Hey, he wants to take us to rivers where we trust in him and we rely on him, where we get into the flow of the Holy Ghost, where a Monday morning comes and we don't feel like God is moving, but we say, hey, this is my flesh that's my flesh speaking to me I'm gonna get up a little bit I'm gonna get on my knees and say God not my will today God but thine be done not my will God but thine be done is there anybody in this place today that says God I'm not satisfied with ankle deep relationship with you but I desire to be in the river where I have to swim where I may not understand where my help's gonna come from tomorrow but I desire a relationship God where it's Fully independent on you. We've got to conduct our life to live in a flow, unbroken fellowship with Jesus Christ. We have to, it's not an option. I can't, I've been in a place where I try to get into the flow of the Holy Ghost. Some days it's easy, and some days it's hard. I remember a morning I woke up and all throughout the day, I felt the nudge of the Holy Ghost saying, Javi, just give me a little more time. And I made a mental note, God, I'll I'll go to the church later and pray. I'll I'll pray a little bit longer. I got some stuff to do. And it came that time in my my mental note where I was going to pray and I, I was faithful to it, that mental note. And I got to where I was going to pray, and I couldn't connect with God. And he, he, I felt like he spoke to me. When I say he spoke to me, I don't hear an audible voice, but I'll feel impressions. I'll feel thoughts, and so I don't want you to think I, I, there's this audible voice, but God spoke to me, and he said, Hey, you operate on my time, not on yours. And there was a check in my spirit we've got to get to a place where we understand we're not operating on God's timing to say, hey, we're not operating on our own timing to say, God, I'll I'll make time for you to pray here. I'll make time for you for me to come and pray there. How are we going to reach a world without a relationship with Jesus Christ? There's names in this box that are relying on the prayer lives, that are relying on relationship with Jesus Christ from us. We cannot expect to see a thousand soul harvest in Tyler, Texas, if we're just content with with standing in ankle-deep waters. I wonder if there's anybody here tonight that's saying, God, my relationship with you hasn't been where it needs to be and I'm realizing that I've tried everything on my own. I have went to counseling. I've went to pastor's office seeking answers and desiring. I, I may have went to a mental health consultant and I've tried everything to understand. Why am I in this state of being? Why have I dealt with this for so long? Why have I dealt with the abuse from a father from 20 years ago, your answer is here tonight. You've got to get a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because if you read in that story in Ezekiel 47, it goes on to say that those rivers, that river that they're swimming in, it brings life. It brings life. So you can't expect to get life and healing in a relationship with Jesus Christ when your ankles are only submerged you've got to get up every day and say, God, this is my one desire that I may seek after you, that I am coming to you for relationship with Jesus Christ. And it may be hard to get into that flow of prayer. It may be hard to get into that flow of the Holy Ghost, but hey, do whatever you got to do. There's been times where I've had to pray in tongues for 20 and 30 minutes, not feeling anything, but I pressed forward. I pushed past my flesh and i said god i'm not leaving this place until i have a touch from you and that's what we need tonight from go from this point forward we've got to have something sister gandy that says every day every day i've got to have a relationship i've got to get back to the basics there's been something that's going on across our nations and we're trying to get answers without the holy ghost We're trying to get answers for our own life without the Holy Ghost. When you get into the spirit, when you get into the Holy Ghost, there's something supernatural. You can be a superstar. You can be a big name, this and that. You can be a Sunday school teacher and not make heaven. You can get up here. I can get up here and speak things that I've heard across other pulpits. But when I get to a place of divine relationship with Jesus Christ, Sister Gail, the things that you taught me when I was a young man in that youth group that I didn't understand, some of those things are coming to life now and I'm realizing that was not something that I should have took for granted but I'm at a place in my life where I don't desire a pulpit I don't desire a a paycheck from a minister I desire a relationship with Jesus Christ that has to be our prayer come hell or high water we've got to have a relationship with Jesus Christ we've got to be able to wake up in the morning and put our face on an altar and say, God, my flesh, it has to die. God, I've woken up. I'm here right now. I I may want to sleep a couple more minutes, but God, I'm putting myself on an altar where I'm going to lay here and I'm about to sacrifice my life before you. Hey, we've got to have relationship with Jesus Christ come on let's pray right now I feel the Holy Ghost speaking to somebody telling you this is the direction this may not be what you desire to hear tonight you may want to hear a three-step instruction to say hey this is how you're going to get out of this mess but no tonight the Holy Ghost is speaking relationship relationship get into communion with me get into communion with me come on life church if that's your desire tonight God search my heart tonight I don't want to leave this place just with a shallow relationship. God, if I have to dig my face in an altar, if I have to plant myself here tonight, not and not leave for a 30 more minutes, I'm gonna do it. I remember the times when I was a kid, and we would have to leave the sanctuary and turn the lights off, and you'd see people just buried here in prayer. Anybody remember that? I remember that. Lately, I've been missing that. I've been asking God, why? What, what, what happened, God? People don't desire relationships. They desire the spotlight. They desire promotions. They desire to speak behind a pulpit. They desire to teach a Sunday school class. They desire to meet and greet people out there. They don't even want to pray in a prayer, a 20-minute prayer that we have before. That's what's happened. And we wonder why our lives are in such a mess. The flow of the Holy Ghost. The flow of the Holy Ghost it's real I want to tell somebody tonight this thought process that I can't serve God that I can't have a relationship with Jesus Christ that is a lie from the pits of hell you have what it takes to have relationship with Jesus Christ and I've come tonight to smack the enemy in its face and to cast out that lie from this church we are a church that's going to be a spiritual church we are a church that's gonna call random prayer meetings and people are gonna show up and we're gonna to get lost in the spirit if that's your desire tonight hey these altars are open these altars are open I'm not going any further God is planning something in us tonight to say hey I've called them back to relationship they're answering I've called them back to the basics and I see a people that are desiring that I'm gonna allow them to pour out their hearts to me and I'm gonna do a supernatural work of the Holy Ghost in this place if that's your desire tonight I want us all across this sanctuary whatever you have to do if you have to bury your face in an altar tonight if you have to leap if you have to jump it whatever you have to do I'm releasing you right now in the Holy Ghost to get lost in the flow of the spirit to get lost in the river of the Holy Ghost when you get lost in that river I'm telling you it may not be tonight but be consistent for a week be consistent for a month and watch what the Holy ghost Does in your life that healing that you've been seeking, that deliverance that you've been seeking, that deliverance that you've been praying for your family when you get lost in the flow of the Holy Ghost, something is going to break. But we've got to get back to the basics tonight and say, God, I'm coming back, I'm coming back with my heart open wide to a relationship with Jesus Christ. let